in uh, John chapter 21, it's just this one phrase, verse 22. It's when the Lord was instructing Peter to uh, feed the sheep and asking him three times whether or not Peter loved him. And of course, that third time he asked that question, it grieved Peter's heart. We're not told why, but one can make a reasonable assumption that, you know, three times the Lord, or Peter denied the Lord, and three times the Lord asked Peter, do you love me? And yes, Peter did love the Lord. Uh, But it goes on to say in verse 20 that, this is John chapter 21, verse 20, Then Peter, turning about, seeth the disciple whom Jesus loved following. Verse 21, Peter, seeing him, saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? And that's typically the problem with Peter. We saw that when he was asked to come to the Lord on water, and he did in faith and obedience, which was wonderful, but he got his eyes off of the Lord onto the waves, and he began to sink. And the Lord here also, we see something similar. The Lord is giving Peter some direct commands, feed my sheep. And then in verse 20, Peter turning about sees the disciple. He gets his eyes off the Lord again. He turned and he sees someone else, John the Apostle. Peter, seeing him, saith to the Lord, What shall this man do? And it's verse 22, Jesus saith unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Follow thou me is the phrase that I wanted to focus on. It's almost as if the Lord is taking Peter by the head and just looking him square in the eyes and saying, you just look at me. Don't look at him. Keep your eyes on me. Peter's eyeballs are wandering. Look at me. Follow thou me. Not even just follow me, but he puts that, that, that word thou in there. As a, as a way to just sort of focus on me, Peter. Just look at me. Don't look at him. doesn't matter what he's doing. What is that to you? It's none of your business, kind of. Follow thou me. So what I wanted to try to communicate and what I have been trying to minister to my own heart this weekend is that little command, follow thou me. I have been trying very hard to understand what it what it means to follow Christ. This is the command to all of us. He's telling all of us when when our eyes start to wander and we get distracted and we're looking at other things and being worried about other things and being burdened down with care about other things. I was thinking, you know, when we have a wayward child for example or we have a spouse or a relation, and our 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 hearts and our minds, our focus, our 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 souls are directed towards this person. Almost like all of our energies are now going to the to that person. Uh, 
because because of our care for that person of course it's natural we we love that person and and our focus is shifting but the lord is telling us follow me you follow me whatever else happens to that individual that you're so concerned about follow thou me you know there there will be individuals that come in and out of our lives that that will give us cause for great distress and it will create tremendous burden in us this is what we need to drill into our hearts get your eyes off of that individual and off of that circumstance your job is to follow me you follow me and um, as I was thinking about that like I say it was helpful for me to put myself in the shoes of an individual that would have been around at the time when Jesus was on the earth and so I was thinking of like transporting myself in a time traveling machine back to that time and putting myself in the shoes of say some teenage boy who was going around listening to the Lord Jesus speak and maybe he was um, sitting in that crowd when Jesus was giving the Sermon on the Mount and he was hearing things for the first time that he never heard before. As the Lord starts out with, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And, And he goes on throughout the Beatitudes and what is this? This is this is life, life-giving words, and the, the whole sermon is just one thing after another of truth after truth after truth, life-giving truth. And that at the at the end of it, if you read, it says that Jesus spoke as one having authority, not like the scribes. I mean, this was it wasn't just truth; it was Jesus empowered truth. One having authority. Now the scribes had authority in the sense of they had the the position of authority, but they didn't have the power. It was a dead letter, and here comes one on the scene. And so this young boy, if I'm if I'm him, I'm going back home and I'm telling my parents there was there was this one Jesus who who talked about um, the blessings of being poor in spirit and those that mourn, and those that are persecuted. And, and I'd be relaying to my parents about, about all this that I heard, and they'd be like, oh, that's fascinating. And, I, and I'd be saying, well, I want, I want to go hear him again. Where? And they'd be, they'd be telling me, well, where is he going to be speaking? I don't know, but I'm going to find him. And the next day I'd be going out and looking for him and finding him, and, and then he'd witness the feeding of the 5,000. I'd come back home, and I would say, there was we were running out of food he was teaching and it was getting dark and i could overhear the disciples saying you know you need to send them back to the the towns because we they can get something to eat before things close down and 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 then I, and then I, and then i saw this little boy go up with his lunch and then jesus got everybody to sit down on the ground and and he did this miracle um and you can just see this young boy, this teenager, 
telling his parents every night of all the things that he was learning from Jesus and the and how excited he would have been to go out the next day and the next day to find him and hear what he had to say next and watch him. I think that's what following Christ is, is hanging on every word that comes out of Jesus' mouth. It's not like as if, you know, sometimes we listen to a podcast or we listen to even the Bible being read and we'll put it on like, 1.5x or 2x to you know get through it quickly um no this is this is this is like hanging on every word that's coming out of jesus's mouth loving everything that he is saying so following christ to me is loving to hear what he has to say um loving being around him loving being around the people that are around him you know we're with each other here on this call we don't know one another really and the same can be said for a lot of our christian circles i mean the church that i go to i don't really know people that well i mean i I know them pretty well but not that well not like family well and yet we love to be with them it's not because we we know one another so well and that personally personality wise we're all just a perfect fit it's because we all love being around the feet of jesus and so um you can imagine this boy being in that crowd and he loves being with all these people because we're all enjoying the same thing and it's like this prayer meeting here we're all enjoying the same thing even though we don't know each other really we're all enjoying the same thing we're enjoying god's people following christ means hanging on every word that comes out of his mouth loving his word, like really loving his word. And then it's also loving his people to the point where we we are generous with his people. You know, I can imagine there would have been some in that group in the 5,000 that would have been sort of holding on to their lunch, like, um, I don't want to go hungry. This is all I have. And so I'll just put this in my pocket. I'm not sure uh, what everyone else is going to eat, but at least I have this snack. Um and then you have this boy who is completely just, take this, can you use this? Selfless. You know, when we are following Christ, there's a sense where we have a generosity with God's people. Uh, we're willing to sacrifice things. We're willing to open our hearts and our hands even. Uh, and this is what it means to follow Christ. It's a it's 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 all of that. It's not just following his teachings and obeying him, his commands. It's being around him, being around anything that has to do with him, his people, and loving it. Anyway, this is something that I'm still learning. I'll stop here, but it's something that I'm still learning. I would love to learn more about how to follow thou, me. Um, of course, there's following Christ in prayer as well. There's a lot here, but it's something that I'm learning, and I I hope that we can uh, follow the Lord in a way that's meaningful. These words just won't fall off our backs like water, but it'll be, what does it mean to follow Christ?